We wish to acknowledge the people of the Kulin Nations on whose land this podcast is recorded. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. This podcast was recorded by students, for students, and does not represent the views of Monash University. It discusses multiple aspects of sex and sexual health. But if you need advice regarding sex and sexual health, make sure you consult with a medical professional. This podcast discusses sensitive issues, including abortion. For many people, sex can be an enjoyable experience. It is a safe and normal experience to have and it means different things to different people. But if you're thinking about having sex, it is important that it is your own choice, that you are doing it for you. But if you don't know much about sex or even what you like, exploring sex by yourself is a good first step. The first step may be called masturbation or self-pleasure. Now, masturbation is the use of your own hands or sex toys around parts of your body that feel good. Knowing what you like and what you don't like and knowing your body are great ways to learn more about your sexuality and tell your sexual partner or partners what you want. Hello, listeners, and welcome to our podcast. Today, we'll cover part one of this episode where we talk about all things sex. My name is Sasha and I'm part of the Respectful Communities team here at Monash University. And today I'm joined by three special guests, Kanwal, Sarah and Hui. Please introduce yourselves. Hi guys, my name is Hui Dong and you can call me Ruby. I'm currently studying in Monash University Caulfield Campus, study with a Bachelor of Business majoring in Accounting and Banking Finance. And uh, this is my last year, I'm graduating soon. Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm studying Bachelor of Nursing at Monash right now. This is my final year. I'm an international student from Hong Kong. Nice to meet you all. Hi, um, it's Kanwan and I work as a Community Engagement and Projects Officer at the Center for Culture, Ethnicity and Health. Um, I'm an overseas trained doctor and have a master's degree in public health with major in sexual and reproductive health. And I'm really passionate about talking about sexual and reproductive health promotion and particularly with community engagement, STIs and BBBs. Cool. Again, thank you for joining us all today. And as I have already mentioned, today's podcast is all about sex. But in particular, we are focusing on pleasure and masturbation. Now, based on several research studies, many international students did not receive sex education when they were younger. But those who were lucky enough to get some sex education, they mainly learned about reproduction and human biology, which are also important topics, but they don't give us a complete picture of sex. So I have a question for our guests. What were your experiences like receiving sex education? Um, it's my personal story. I'm the lucky one. So I got like sexual education experience like quite early when I back into Hong Kong in my high school. So it was not only reproduction and human biology. Yes, they're important because I'm a nurse. Other than that, they will talk about like how contraception methods, um, how risky if you're doing like these things without those methods. Um, what are the what are the side effects if you're doing that like a bit earlier as well? So they would talk about like the risk factors that give me like possibly the major picture of sex. I get my sex education from school, like just like I said. Uh, my family is a bit open minded as well, so they would talk. We would talk among ourselves. 
um, some kind of a social media as well because um, we're going to search online we're going to ask Google as well at some point <laughs> but like there's like so many of like other different websites saying that like with different information and sometimes there could be contradictions as well okay for me it's a little bit special because I'm from China mainland and back in China our sex education begin early in the primary school around uh, year one or year two and uh, we will have like a special class uh, with a textbook based knowledge on the sex between the male and the female but uh, with the pressure of the study accumulation until the halfway of the middle school or until high school most of the sex education classes will be replaced by the three major courses like Chinese mathematics and English study so at that time not many students are interested and don't have a chance to get to know deeper in the sex education and from my previous experience I mainly know about the sex in some comics and also the movie scenes I think that's an early like born birth of the mind about the sex and uh, later I think after arriving in Australia for study I think I received more like uh, education since I grow older and have more understanding sex for example I joined the non-residential college and they provide a special workshop on sex education also some workshops around the university can booking I think uh, that actually contributes on knowledge and uh, teach me how to respect during the sex yeah so um I would say I was not among the lucky ones. So um, I was born and brought up in Pakistan. And um, in Pakistan, students don't really get any formal sex ed in school. And um, for example, I still remember my experience, like when I was in secondary school, the only formal sex ed which I received was a small session which only focused on the differences between a boy and a girl biological difference as well as um, it briefly touched on periods but there was no mention of sex masturbation pleasure respect or even consent so yeah and I think my experience is similar to a lot of other international students who come from the same region and uh, who don't really formally get any sex ed and uh, to those students actually rely on um, um, internet and close friends and maybe porn for to get information which is very problematic because these um, platforms actually um, they can spread very inaccurate and wrong information and confuse them a lot more so there's actually a mix of personal experiences here with sex education some positive some a bit more negative um, what did you wish your, te- your teacher during class talked about more and why? Um, I would have preferred um, a lot more about um, consent and negotiation and uh, as well as um, a greater focus on gender and sexual diversity mm-hmm. because I think these are the topics which are never talked about. And um, I would also like to add that even in Australia, in some schools, um, they primarily just focus on uh, puberty, reproduction and prevention against STIs and BBVs. And while there's a growing focus on consent and negotiation and safe sex, I think there's still um, a significant gap in talking about sexual diversity and pleasure. Yeah, I think I totally agree on that as well. 
because they say that like yeah we're in a like LGBT community but like at some point sort of people will agree saying that like yeah we're going to respect that but like they never know what it stands for so there will be like a bit of stereotypes still around there so I would pretty much like like more information when I could expose like more earlier then I could just say oh I know what's that mean I know what's that is as well and I think um, a lot of students especially international students when they come here in Australia um, with an environment which is considered more permissive they get an opportunity to explore their sexuality and I think that's when this um, conversation about sexual diversity and pleasure play a significant role so that when they are exploring already exploring they should have more accurate information about it and after I think uh, receiving some sex education in university after studying here I think back in China as I was in the early stage I wish my teacher could be more open-minded and uh, taught us about the basic uh, conception and uh, knowledge about the respect in the sex education for example the cues like uh, demands and also the sex partners like uh, demands I think uh, it would be better if they teach us about uh, ask your partner's feelings and also be mindful about uh, the tiny little thing can also change the mood I think that would be like a more efficient for our like a future development so it seems like your early on experience with sex education focused primarily on biology reproduction puberty as you said menstruation um, but since moving to Australia what is your understanding of what sexual pleasure means I think it means that like we got consent so it's pretty much a cultural shock to me in Australia as well so I don't really know that sex we need to get consent even we are like partners as well then we still have to get like consent with each other so I, I think that it might be like an implied consent to like most of our international students they're thinking like yeah we are like boyfriends and girlfriends who do, do sex but like it's not in here so that's very like much more a cultural shock to me saying that like you have to be like getting concerned with your boyfriend and girlfriend and then sexual pleasure it's not only for one person it's a, a both sides so it's like for each other as well so that's possibly much more than getting back to when I get back to Australia that's what I learned here I live on campus as well so I do the concept video on um, Monash Residential Village so that's what they told me that oh you have to gain consent no matter which person no matter is a stranger no matter is your boyfriend anyone uh, in this way I agree with Sarah because uh, after like uh, talking with some of my Australian friends I found they have very like a diverse background and also the diverse like a uh, point of views on the sex education for example uh, what I know in during the sex education in Australia is that uh, the marriage and uh, sex is actually a separate thing which is very different in China because in, in China normally the sex happens normally after the marriage that's in our traditional moral concept but in Australia it's uh, more open-minded um so um for me um I think sexual pleasure is a very subjective topic and there's no one clear definition and as scientists say that uh, sexual pleasure is actually a series of physical and emotional processes that happens in your body which makes sex a pleasurable experience for you and um, so we have to recognize that 
there are different uh, perspectives and feelings involved and no no two people are same so sexual pleasure can be very different from a person to person um i would also like to add that it is important to say that there are it is important to know that there are different cultural and religious beliefs around sexual pleasure so um and sexuality and i think that we need to find ways to incorporate those perspectives into our conversations meaningfully and respect that what i think about sexual pleasure might not be same as what others think um and why is sexual pleasure important Uh, I think from my point of view, like uh, the sex pressure is important since it's uh, like a necessary process to enhance the relationship. Although the relationship is building how to like uh, keep it and how to continue it to a further stage, I think sexu- uh, sexual pressure is very like a significant step. I think um, sexual pleasure is important. It's not only in a relationship. I totally agree with like the medical professional they said. So it's like a complete package. So it's not only like yeah we're doing like physically happy and that's it. But like, you also want to have like emotional and going to respect them, having love inside as well. So that's like ultimately what Hers just said. It's like we are having like enjoyment inside, and that's why we can enhance the relationship, take it to another level as well. So I think that's like why it's it's so important. Um, I just would like to add one more thing that um, sexual pleasure is a significant part of a healthy relationship, but not everybody is equipped with communication skills to make that happen. And maybe because we have made it very hard to talk about topic, and why can't we just make it like? how we take eating pizzas so if we are sitting with our friends and we are ordering a pizza why can't we just talk about sexual pleasure in a similar way like i like those toppings i don't i i would like my pizza topping like this and the base like that so yeah it's it's same that's a great analogy yeah. kanwal in your opinion if a person doesn't have great communication skills what advice would you give to them um i think um practice maybe just believing i think realizing what you like is the first step and communicating it to your partner is the second so first realizing yourself that this is what i like and this is what i don't like this is what i like doing and this is what i don't like doing is the first step it's like you know realizing yourself and talking to yourself first i uh, just adding one thing i think the sexual pressure is also a good way for the meditation sometimes <laughs> for like uh, ease of mind for example if you are under high pressure sexual pressure can make you like uh, rest for a while and then maybe put you back into the walking or the life more efficient and more optimistic mm-hmm. yeah Yeah. So talking about sexual pleasure, where do you think masturbation fits? So to me like masturbation is something that like it's self exploration of your own body so you will know which part it's like sensitive, which part it's like you don't want others to touch. I got a strange part. I don't really want others to touch my shoulder. I don't know why, but like even like tapping is not the case. So I'm just like I would just tell my partner at some time saying that like if you're having sex or anything, you just don't tap my shoulder, don't touch my shoulder as well, <laughs> which is a bit hard to like avoid. Back to masturbation, it's like something that you explore yourself. You know what you are good at, what you are 
um, you're, you're a fan of as well. Um, it's not a must to do as well. So lots of my friends don't do it because they just don't want to. Yeah, it's pretty... Yep, it's pretty explicit reasons that they don't want to, so we're not forcing them to do so. We're just saying that like, yeah, you could do it or you can choose not to as well. So that's absolutely okay as well. So same case, it's like using sex toys as well. So where else you're masturbating, you are not going to like mm, doing it like a bit outside. Like I don't want others to touch my shoulder, but like you could do something like deep inside as well. So I will like explore a bit on my... um, deep inside body part as well so you might use sex toys or you might not using sex toys as well so it's like pretty much the difference between like each person or each people as well so um, I don't think it's like a must to do so but like I will be doing that because I just want to know more about myself or it's just kind of like a biological knowledge at some point as well you will be surprised that you don't really know what's that one called yeah Um, yeah thanks Aya Um, I'll just add that this is masturbation is a personal choice and it's okay if you do it and it's okay if you don't want to do it it's perfectly fine it's your choice and it's a private thing and uh, it's up to you what you want to do how how do you want to explore yourself it's just getting to know your body first so that you will be able to communicate with your partner what you like and what you don't like and So I have um, a few statistics. So according to the second Australian sexual health survey, which was conducted between 2012 and 2013, 15% of men and 21% of women had used a sex toy in previous year. But I would assume that most people would find it too personal or or a taboo to discuss. So it's perfectly fine. You can use your hands, you can use sex toys, you can use whatever you like to explore your own body. And it's fine if you don't want to. So it's your personal choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And thanks for Kaiwa and Sarah. And I think for masturbation, it's also different in according to the gender diverse. Since uh, women's and uh, men's like uh, body structure is uh, totally different, I think it's also good if you have like a difficulty in realizing about uh, masturbation. Ask for the advice if you feel like uh, conscious about it. Maybe refer to the family members or very close friends, or even for the doctors. Ask for professional advice. That'll be very good. But I would suggest uh, masturbation is uh, only the personal choice, and also it can be control on the property level or control demands thanks for listening to part one of this podcast stick around for part two